another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, so my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. I got that hey one, there, Dave. Chris. <laughs> and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's TV Reality Cast, where we are covering Love Island Season 7, Episode 20... What is it now, Chris? 24? Four. Yep. <laughs> 24. My word. This is a slog, isn't it? Where would you like to start today, sir? Well, I think it was a bit of a weird episode. They alluded Cassera Moore. And straight away, what did I do? Send a tweet out and got shot down. No way it's Cassera Moore tonight, even though they said it. It was bloody completely different, Dave. It wasn't. It was just like, it's coming up. And obviously, we're going to get that tomorrow on Monday. We're actually going to get that. We, we got a brief at the end. I think it's Toby again. Dave, he's fucking like, he, he's got, he's talking to like Liberty about Chloe and about her feeling and Abby and stuff. Sorry to Abby about feeling. I'm just like, we don't care, Toby. You've done it. You've shot your shot. You, you, you've done it. You've fucked up. You've apologized, you know, to Kaz. Then we goes and apologizes to Chloe. And I thought, Dave, I must admit at the start, I thought Chloe was bang on what she said to him. I thought she took it really, really well. I've been dead critical of her, but I thought for, for me, she was really good the way she dealt with him. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I think he's, I said yesterday, he doesn't want to be, or whenever last episode, he doesn't want to be the bad guy, does he? So I, I don't know. I, I thought it was predictable. He has to go around and try to basically smooth things over with everyone. And the fact that they had like their first kiss, <laughs> it just to me, it makes it seem a little bit ridiculous um, because he, he, as far as he was concerned, he was on the verge of Chloe booting Chloe out of the villa. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. I, I don't know. I think I, Abby is playing a serious game, isn't she? Oh, and, fuck, you know, you know yeah. she's got a. <laughs> Toby's bringing a, a knife to a gunfight here, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he, he might be the one burned in this next scenario, I think. I think so. I agree. And we said it, didn't we, at the end of the last episode, like that would be the ultimate kick in his balls. He's that. And even the bit where Toby pulled Hugo, Dave, and he was like, can we have a word? And he was dead nice and pleasant. But as soon as somebody gives Toby a bit of resistance to his argument, and look, I don't really like Hugo. I still stick to my snaky stuff, and, and then we'll get onto that a bit later. But Hugo was just trying to say, this is why I've come at you. And I'm, I'm waiting for him to hold anything. Toby went at him again. And I'm like, you can't keep bearing grudges. Whatever it is, this is a bloody game show. Take it on the chin. You're in the wrong. Admit you're in the wrong. Whatever Hugo's doing is separate. Your actions were, were totally wrong. You're an absolute plank. And move on. And and he, he initiated that conversation, but then went dead frosty on him. Like, well, yeah, yeah. Okay. And one look at him. He would never look at him in the eye. I'll give Hugo mm. that. He was looking him in the eye. And Hugo said, look, we're not going to agree on it. Let's agree to disagree. I thought that this was going to be it. I don't like it. makes me 
cringe when he says about families, though, Hugo. I'm like, man, yeah. come on. It's fucking <laughs> bullshit. You're on an all-inclusive fucking 18 to 30 holiday. You're not fucking family. <laughs> the only thing you're going to be together again is when you're on Celebrity Juice or some other no-mark fucking yeah. TV show. X it's on bullshit. the beach. <laughs> X on the beach. Or you do what, like, Chris, Mike, and Danny and that did on that other show that I watched where they got a reality show for MTV, and that was goddamn awful, Dave. But there's that opportunity and I'm just like Toby you've got to get over it mate he just seems he just he, he is socially awkward and he just will not admit defeat yeah but Chris it all pales into insignificance for me because we'd said that you know this speech that that Hugo had given I, I keep getting Hugo and Toby names mixed up the, uh, Hugo's speech on Friday uh, sorry, Thursday leading to the drama on Friday was a bit of a grandstand, you know, and and he hadn't certainly not that we'd seen. He hadn't had serious words with Toby, you know, to say, look, it seems like your head's going to be turned there. Do you realize what's going yeah. on? So, you know, he made this grandstand speech whether you agree with it or not, or what you think his whole motivation is, is to do with, but we, we were saying, what was it you said? He was looking forward to dipping his bread. Yeah, dipping his bread. <laughs> <laughs> when leading up Chris to the moment where it's obvious, you know, Aaron is there giving Hugo a little bit of a prod. He's like, well, maybe, you know, get out of the friend zone there, you know, go into, you know, see if it's going to work with Chloe or whatever. As, <laughs> as it was leading up to that, Chris, oh, I've said the phrase, you know, buttock clenchingly embarrassing before, but, you know, seldom has it reached these heights. This is no. office levels. This is Alan Partridge at his cringiest <laughs> when he's just about to, to you know, put it all out there with Chloe. And I'm literally looking through my fingers like, oh, here you go. This is only going one way. Oh, it was fucking oh, brilliant. It was amazing. Oh, Dave. And, and what made me laugh is poor Hugo was he was like trying to get a bit of a laugh going with it going, yeah, you know, oh, I had this chat before Aaron before he went and he's getting dead giddy and he can see he's, he's really nervous, Dave. And she's like looking at him and you can see her arse has just dropped. She knows what he's about to say. And you can see Chloe like, holy fuck, he's going to say, <laughs> let's get together. And, as, and he was like, yeah. And he said, we should maybe, you know, explore it. And, and then she went, well, I fought just as friends and I thought that it would have happened by now. And he went, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you fuck your fucking face. You go, you know, when a good poker player, he got pie Dave completely. And also for Hugo, it should show a bit of a red flag to say, I need to start doing so. I mean, I'm sick of it. I mean, I, I must have only so to Toby as well about like the way you did it with these girls. And I'm thinking you've not done what Toby's done, but you've let down girl after girl without even exploring a relationship. So I know Joe called us out and said like, you know, it, it, it's good that he stands up for himself and he, he's sort of not bullshitting him and just staying in there for that. But it's like, what are we going to see now in Castle and Moor? Another attempt. He's just not got any chat, Dave. He needs a girl mm. to come to him who is absolutely head over heels about him. And he doesn't have to do anything. He's had that twice. I know, he has, I know he has, I know, but <laughs> it's the only way I think he's going to get in a relationship is, is that it's, it's so 
bizarre his approach with girls. It, and it's, a, it's in the majority thing as well, isn't it? I get that. I'm not saying I'm fucking whatever was fucking Don Juan DeMarco day when I was fucking <laughs> like late teens or anything. Because, you know, I, I, I've got a gob on me, but I wasn't thinking, I don't think anybody is. It just, as you get older, things change. You, you have a confidence with work or whatever. But he, he's just, bizarre and I was pissing myself I'm curling my toes watching it tonight going oh no no she's gonna pie her <laughs> but but it's like how far can he go now Dave you know it, it, obviously I know we haven't talked about but Aaron only seen the goal Aaron's gone and it's like where's Hugo gonna go again you've got too many you've got he's in a friend relationship they're the next two who surely must go now well the thing is though Hugo and Chloe were not in the bottom two even but Chloe has always been in the bottom of the public vote. Yes. Yes. So everyone must be voting for Hugo. There must be loads of Hugo fans out there. Yeah. There is, Dave, you look on Twitter, he's very divisive. He's either 50-50, like Faye. Hugo's a bit like Faye, where it's, it, you either love him or you hate him. And 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 I think and, and you know what I would say is that I, I might be wrong here, but from a guy's point of view, I see it, and I'm probably being a bit too harsh, is because I've seen that play. We've seen that play with friends. That is a the proper dick move that he did. However, mm. Toby is also on the other side and he's a dick as well. So you, you can't win. It's no wonder bloody women called men because of stuff like this, Dave, because this is the sort of what you're dealing with, that that immaturity, aren't you? It's, it's very, yeah. very bizarre. So so I agree. The only thing, you know what I would say, Dave, and I really felt sorry for Hugo was the guy has a disability. And you put him in a race against oh, fucking. That was, fucking that was terrible. That was terrible. I'm sorry. That was terrible. Despite what I've said about Hugo, it was a disgrace. And the poor guy then feigned injury and went down because he knew. And it's so bad that Dave. I know it's a sack race and that. And he, he probably thought, oh, I'll go for it. And he's a fit lad, obviously, PE teacher. He is. You can see he's a fine specimen of a lad. But I did feel sorry for him. He's going up against a semi pro footballer. I know we take the pace. It's exactly. the old hashtag United, isn't it? He's he's got a bit of a disability there, you know, and yeah. it, it was just a ridiculous matchup. It was only ever going to go one way. And considering the beef that those two have got, I, I can't believe that the Islanders thought themselves, they decided on who was going to go against who. I, yeah. I, I can't think for a second Hugo thought he had a chance of winning that thing. But, no, um, and that's wrong. That's yeah. wrong, Dave. I'm sorry. The producers need fucking that. And then Dickhead Toby's there celebrating like he's won the fucking Usain Bolt. He's just beat Usain Bolt in a race. It's like, have a bit of respect, mate. You know what I mean? Like, surely yeah. you understand where this guy's, this kid's coming in. Fair, whatever we think of Hugo, fair play to the lad that he's actually on Love Island and that, Dave. And, and you yeah. know, and, and it's great that they've shown a little bit of diversity for a change, but that was not the fucking matchup for him at all. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I thought it was wrong. Um, aside from that, though, it looked like a lot of fun. It looked like everyone was having a good time, didn't it? But um, I, I was confused. I thought Abby had said, Abby was lined up against Chloe. And she said something like, you know, I've stole you, man. Now I'm going to steal the race or something like that. <laughs> but then I, I think someone on Discord said it was Faye who said that. But I, I don't yeah, know, it was Faye. memories obviously playing tricks there. I mean, that is fucking bang out of order from Faye, isn't it? Surely. Yeah, yeah because she said it and then she went, oh, no, no, it's a joke. We're all past it now, aren't we, guys, as we're about to race? And you know, I mean, to be fair, Hugo was a bit naughty. We told me that one. You know what I mean? What he, he, had a bit of a, he said something about 
Oh God, let me. I had it written down as well, Dave, and I can't bloody remember now. <laughs> he said so. He said something like, "You're all talk" or something like that. You know, it was some little dig, and Toe was like, "Oh, here we go." So, so that was a bit. Oh, right. So, so Hugo sort of got fun. what he deserved, really. He fucking yeah, invited it. I suppose it. so. Yeah, so he sort of ramped up Toby then to fucking go hell for leather. But yeah, I, I, Liberty was good, Dave. She did a proper fucking dive at the end. Oh, there. my word. Like, fucking like, hell. Fucking Billy the Fish. She was <laughs> flying through the air, wasn't she? Like a fucking cricketer diving to catch enjoy- a ball or something. Amazing. I did, I, honestly, <laughs> I did enjoy it. And, and I, I want to talk a little bit of fun, but. Being a lad of a certain age, Dave, when I was 16, 17 and, and 18, going out and we got on holiday and stuff and they were talking about fucking the lads and the girls are doing it as well. They go about MVQs and it's like, yeah, we got, got into an MVQ level two and all this. And then they're talking about football and obviously we're big football fans. So the analogy just worked. And I thought Tyler's was the best about, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all kitted up, ready to go, but I'm just not on the pitch and all this. Oh, but yeah, the way yeah. it, it I'm was, just warming up. so childish, Dave, <laughs> but I'm thinking, yeah, we've all been there. We've all been there. You know what I mean? So it was just stupid. They were all talking about it. Like, yeah, yeah, she kept the, but Jake's like, yeah, yeah, she kept the ball really well. <laughs> and I'm just like, fucking hell. But then we were trying to work out what an MVQ level two was, weren't we? In the discord group. So I thought oh, yeah, it, yeah. it was a hand job, but some are saying it's oral. So I'm not sure, Dave, but uh, yeah, either way, it's great trying to decipher what everything is. It's <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. I, I don't know if they've managed to have some of these conversations off camera. Cause was it season five where they were talking about it, they, they were doing like breakfast analogies, weren't they? And yes. you know, sort of, but they were explaining the rules. <laughs> and it's like, well, if you explain the rules and then you say, you know, you're having sausages or something, I, I, everyone knows what you're talking about. Whereas yeah. here, there is a little bit of ambiguity, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there is, to be fair. There is, there is that as well. And I think I, I've got a theory, Dave. So we, we talked about Abby a little bit. I think Abby is one of the fakest people in there now. The more I see about oh, her, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, and you're right. You said tonight in the group, like, you, you know, it's one of the best game players we've seen, one of the biggest ones, definitely. I just don't believe that she's even into Toby at all. And also, Sam says, we were watching, he said, I don't think Toby's into her. And I said, I don't know. I said, but there's something off with these two. And I, I, I know Toby will get everything he deserves. The ultimate, as he said, swerve would be her getting with someone else. And looking at the specimens of guys that are coming in, Dave, my word, she's going to have a uh, pick some good-looking guys. So it's going to be one of them where this will make or break them. I think it's going to break them. But I just don't know. This I still say she's an actress, and I still say that what she's done is brilliant TV. And everything Toby says, she has a fake laugh to. And I'm like, that's fake. That is mm, fake. You just not. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not that fucking funny, and he's not that interesting. So you know, <laughs> something's got to give somewhere. <laughs> what do you think of that, Dave? I'm a, I'm a way off on it. No, she's definitely coming with a game plan, hasn't she? So you know, by association, that means she she is faking it. Uh, um, you know, but she's done a job, hasn't she? She's come in. I I, I tell you what, though, Chris. I, <sighs> I just can't work out these rules it, and it pisses me off because we've watched enough of these seasons now, haven't we, over the different countries and everything. And 
I'm not saying they have to keep the rules the same, but you've somehow you've sometimes had people coming in and they disappear like a day or two later. You know, they get booted out because they haven't had a time they haven't had time to make any connections or friendships or anything. And yet for the public vote, we had like um Abby had come in and she was immune from the vote. And it's like and Tyler as well, they're immune for the votes. So by association, the likes of Toby and Kaz, well, they, they're not part of this vote. And it just seems, well, you've not done that this season before. So why have yeah. you just fucking decided to do it right now? Is it because you, you want to keep them in? Is that it, producers? So you rig in the vote, really? Yeah, I think so. I think so, because we, we've called out about the three guys. The guys have had three votes, haven't they? Three couplings in a row. So yeah, yeah. there's something going on there, Dave, definitely. And maybe they're keeping Abby in because they know she's going to bring the fire in Casa more. And it, it looks great on TV because the, the pantomime villain in Toby is going to get his comeuppance when she goes off with someone else. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's the whole game plan all along for her. And then mm. she'll ride off into the sunset. He's all pointing to it that way. So he's absolutely pointing to that. But I do agree. I, I don't... I don't get the logic behind that at all. It doesn't make any sense. It's completely schizophrenic the way that they're approaching this season. I, I agree because Shannon goes straight away. Georgie didn't get a chance, did she really? She was yeah. gone. Danny was gone. All right, Danny deserves to go. We all know that. But also he's gone. So very, but very Danny bizarre day. AJ. AJ as well. Yeah, sorry, AJ as well. So you've lost four people pretty quick, haven't you? And then other people get a stay of execution. So I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. I think they just write on the back of a fucking fag paper or something, Dave. And just yeah. oh, we'll go with that tonight. But what I will say, Dave, we get to the recup. Well, the recup, and we get to the the vote. Sorry. And I was. I thought oh, this is going to go into tomorrow. But obviously, the mm. car. Looking at the yeah. time, I thought tonight. I thought, oh, perfect. No problem. But Dave, we get Faye and Teddy and Aaron and Lucinda, and I'm like, I honestly thought possibly. It would be Teddy and Faye. Mm. No, I didn't want him to. I don't want Teddy to go. He's a great guy. But Lucinda's the one day I think dragged Aaron out of the villa. But when she got voted and they got voted Aaron and Lucinda and she dropped and Sam's like, look, she don't give a shit. But she's just, and she dropped to her, just say, oh, it's over for me. Yeah. I just think that's bullshit. And I've actually got a statement, Dave. So, so at 10 past five, and I did put this in Discord. This is, this is what we, you'll be, you'll be seeing guys in the next day or so. Aaron and Lucinda have amicably split. They remain friends and had a great journey, Dave. So can everyone just... Really? Really? Because <laughs> when the OK magazine and fucking opening of a fucking stamp, a letter envelope, sorry, finishes in the next couple of weeks, these two will not be together. Aaron's a great lad. I do not see anything for them, Dave, going forward, other than let's get a deal out of it while we can. Yeah. Well, I guess that's a surprise to no one. Uh, do you reckon she'll, she'll end up with Brad? Or like she'll go back to a footballer boyfriend that dropped her off at the airport? <laughs> <laughs> well, our good friend Derek on Facebook, Dave, he's been doing a bit of a social media run and he, he's actually putting, he's done it twice now, the, the last week, he's brilliant. I know he's not going to do it every day. He said he'll do it maybe once or twice a week to check in. But he's looking at their Instagram followers and who's got the most and who's gone up and he's doing a really in-depth like percentage thing. And Brad has the most social media followers out of everyone. I think he had it before he went in the villa. So if she's going to go with where the money is, Dave, she should be ringing young Brad up straight away if that's mm. what Brand Lucinda's about. So yeah. we'll see. 
But these two might end up happily ever after, Dave. And I'm like the worst fucking Silla Black person ever trying to say I can predict it, but I just cannot believe that it's genuine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um I I what do you think about Faye and Teddy being in the bottom as well? I I, I still think if Toby had have been part of that vote with Abby, then they'd have gone. So the producers wanted to keep them in. There's yes. no way Cans wouldn't have gone. She's too popular. She, she'd have definitely stayed with Tyler. Um, but Toby and, and Abby, I think, would have got less votes than uh, probably Lucinda and Aaron. But um, yeah. I thought Faye was popular. Certainly, she, she's she's more of a girl's girl, isn't she? You know, I think she winds up the blokes a bit with some of the stuff that she comes out with. But um, I was quite surprised that they were in the bottom two couples. Yeah, and, and the thing is, Dave, if you look at, like we just said, Lucinda and Aaron, Lucinda's quite 50-50, well, more than that. I think a lot of people just see right through her, don't they? Mm, you see yeah, what, what it's yeah. about. And she's very immature as well, to be fair to her. It's, it's an age thing. So so it's not all on her. We all grow up and it's easy for us to say 20 years older than her. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we know this. But I think for, for Faye and Teddy, Faye is a lot of people like, you know, even our good friend Michelle, Michelle Jordan on Bushy uh, Radio Berkshire, she was all team Faye, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Well, Teddy, yeah. he's not like Faye's with a dick. Ted, Teddy is a great guy. Yeah. So, so you'd think they'd be one of the strongest, Dave. He's, he's dead leveled. He speaks really well. It's got to be the popularity of Jake and Liberty and Millie and Liam. It must be. It just must be. <laughs> to be fair, like those, those are the strongest couples, aren't they? Yes, yes, without a doubt they are. And I get it. I do see. We'll see how Jake goes on this week. Ah, Dave, you're looking at them people going to Casa Amor, and there's some absolutely stunning men and women going in. It's going yeah. to be a great, great, great <laughs> TV. It is. It's, I, it's Jake that I'm really looking for. But i tell you what else has showed up, Chris. So the super sleuths, I think, uh, you know, the Love Island kind of Redditors and, and all these uh, amateur investigators have been at it almost as much to like bachelor levels. I, I don't think quite <laughs> bachelor levels, but there is a picture of Liam in Ibiza 2018. And Millie is in the kind of background. What? So, so oh. they're not together. Yeah. It's just like, oh, look, they're soulmates because they were in the same place at the same time this was meant to be. And I'm like, really? <laughs> oh, no, that's bad news. I didn't know that day. You just shot well, me just that's- Again, she's literally, she's almost like a photo bomber in the background as Liam's with his, having his picture taken with his mate. So, but they were in the same place in 2018. Whether yeah, they but- met or not, is purely speculation, but it's right there in his photo. Oh, Dave, that is fucking bullshit. I'm sorry. That is the another Australia thing again. N- not necessarily they were together or anything, but the fact that they're aware, and then we've got this play that they're, you know, oh, this is the guy in my dreams. Oh, I really like people. And I don't know. I'm going to investigate now, Dave. Chris Phelps' I'll, fucking I'll send you the... investigation is over. Well, I don't think you have to. I'll send you the link. Uh, in fact, I'll stick it up in our Discord. Yeah. And um, the thing is, Chris, even you know that when you go on holiday, you're aware of the people that are there. I'm not saying if you go, you know, to a to an Ibiza phone party or something, 
<laughs> you're aware of yeah. everyone. But this looks like, you know, poolside. They would have been aware of each other. I am certain. Dave, look, and you're right. Look, there's, was it, 60 million people in the UK. You go on holiday and randomly bump into some blonde girl, which could happen. You know, it just ran and she bumps into this six foot six bloody Welsh lad. He was obviously 18 at the time. And then three years later, you're on a reality TV show together as a couple. Fuck me, Dave. I'd be putting my lottery numbers on if that was the case. That is proper <laughs> suspect to me. This yeah. smells of bullshit. It smells like they're both with the same talent agency or something mm. like that. They've got yeah. something going. Right, Chris Phelps, Bureau of Investigation, is open, Dave. I am on that case tomorrow. <laughs> that is it. I'm going to get up in the morning and I am on this fucking investigation stuff. I'm getting me fucking Peter Sellers pink panther hat on and I'm going for it, Dave. I'm having a big <laughs> magnifying glass checking this out. Well, Monster. I mean, these Redditors have been pouring through all their Instagram photos, so good luck with that. So <laughs> I, I won't be doing that. <laughs> it's about as weird. My, my investigative bureau will be like open and shut in about a minute. We'll just be liars with me rally the article. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coming up with all sorts of fucking conclusions. I'm going to have a board on the wall, Dave, like they do in the fucking... The conspiracy the, wall. The conspiracy wall, yeah. <laughs> okay, now. Anyway, Dave, we have had some amazing emails so if you've got a couple of minutes, guys, pull up a chair and have a brew because uh, there's some crackers. Now, the first one is from uh, our good friend, James, and it's a really, really good email and from a completely different perspective. So I, I was really interested in this one. Down. It's a great email. So it says, Love Island UK. Hi, I'm sorry. I don't understand all this holier than thou attitude that one of you had about that Danny guy regarding his past comments. As a black man, I'm not saying... It's acceptable, but I don't see how it should be this big controversy if he's apologised for it. Moving on, I do see your point about him being very territorial towards Lucinda, and that definitely was a red flag. In fact, the more I think about it, the more he strikes me as one of those crazy guys in the real world who stalks their spouses and refuses to let them go. As for Kaz and Toby, I'm sorry, but how... With Kaz and Faye in the wrong in this situation. Kaz didn't even ask to have a conversation with Toby. And the bottom line is that Toby's fake young and an idiot. Faye is a loyal friend who looks after Kaz and I see nothing wrong with that. And that's from uh, James. So brilliant, brilliant email, uh, email, James. And different perspective as well with the Danny situation, Dave, which is great. It's great to have that discussion. Yeah. So the one of you, I, I'll respond to that because I, I think that's me. And I think... <sighs> So where I come on this, I mean, a lot has happened over the last few years. And for years, Chris, I've just kept my gob shut on everything. It's nothing to do with me. It's, it's... And I think over the last few years, I've come to realize that's not enough. And to be honest, what well, one of the things you see now, like coming back from the, the right wing is, is like uh, the... I, I was actually chatting to someone about this last night. They were saying about um, woke culture and uh, woke police. You know, we saw Chris Harrison, didn't we? You know, talk about oh no, the woke police, and it's like a, it's like used as a derogatory term to like say, look, just let me carry on being racist, please. Uh, but there's no please. So apparently, Chris, you know, the new Kevin Smith he man. Uh, apparently, yeah. that's too woke. You know, it's right. because it's being inclusive and it's not just about white guys. Like, you know, basically you're not watching each episode and it's basically Skeletor trying to take over Castle Grey School and then 
He-Man kicks his ass. So it's it's a bit more than that. And it includes, you know, uh, female character perspectives, uh, women of color perspectives, you know, so it's all just too woke. And so, look, I'm going to continue calling it out where I, uh, where in my opinion, I need to call it out. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, <laughs> that's just where I'm going to come from on it. And yeah, I am calling it out as a white guy. So I don't have that proper perspective. Um, but I don't know. I, I just, for me, for years, I haven't called it out. And I just think, um, I, I think I was wrong to do that. No, I, Dave, it's good. It's good to have the discussion and great email from James and both perspective, all, all our perspectives. So no, really, really good. So this one there, now this is a, a belting email, but it is a long one, guys. So it's a great one from our good friend, Jess from Boston, Massachusetts, Dave. So another uh, American listener, brilliant. Hi, I recently discovered your podcast and love it. Hello from the US. So I'm currently doing a rewatch of season three of Love Island. So much has changed since the older seasons and not always for the best. I get that they need to switch things up and keep things interesting. However, I think the reason that this season has been so lacking is that some of the changes have really ruined the tone, pace and drama of the past seasons. In the older seasons, they brought in less new people less often. This gave the Islanders a chance to really get to know each other and form bonds. That way, when a new person did come in and potentially break up, that bond, it felt much more dramatic. I feel like this season, they're just constantly bringing in new people, but also kicking the new people out before they have a chance to even really establish themselves in the villa and form relationships. The US version tends to do the same thing. And this is part of the reason why I've always thought that the US is not as good as the UK. Also in the past, when the new people entered the villa, they were protected from the first recoupling after they entered entered or the first vote after they entered. This meant that they would not be kicked off immediately. This season, they have not done that at all up until last night when they said that Toby and Abigail and Kaz and Tyler could not be kicked out because they didn't do that before people like Rachel, Danny and AJ, which we'd said earlier, Dave, totally correct, yes, got kicked out before they even had a chance to form any sort of bond. Although I'm very happy about Danny being kicked off. I've also noticed from watching Series 3 that they focused individually on each couple, giving the audience a chance to get to know each couple and start to feel attached to them. Even if the couple was just a friendship couple, they still got airtime. I feel like we barely see anything of Liberty and Jake. We just know that they get along and are happy. We rarely even see them interacting with each other, nor have we been able to invest how their relationship has developed. I feel like him asking her to be his girlfriend just came out of nowhere because we never saw how they got to that point. And that's a great point, actually. Teddy and Faye are probably one of my favourite couples. However, we never see them interacting with each other alone. Teddy gets barely any airtime. Because of this, I don't feel invested in any of these people this year. The tone and the pace this year is just completely off. And I partially think it's just bad casting, but I also partially think it's because they changed some things up. Some things were working well and some shouldn't have changed. Having said that, all of that, of course I watch every episode and eat it all up and still love it. Thank you guys for your podcast and your perspective. I look forward to it every day. So brilliant, brilliant email, Jess. Some great points in there, aren't there? Um, yeah, brilliant. I, I, yeah, we, we've talked about the whole, the newcomers being immune to the vote. They haven't done that, but suddenly out of nowhere, it's like, oh, not only are you immune, but the people who you're coupled up with are immune as well. It, it just, it seems like a level of manipulation too far. Yeah. Um, but I do think some of it's down to the casting as well. It's like Jake and Liberty are the strongest couple in there. I think Millie and Liam are giving them a good run for their money uh, at the minute. They seem to be uh, getting on quite well. But, 
you know, I don't think any of us are really convinced, are we? So because you're not, and, and like, who's going to really care? So the likes of Chloe and Hugo, uh, Toby and Abby, if they have their heads turned, are, are we really going to care? Is it going to give us that shock moment? Is it going to give us that that those kind of moments like season five when Michael goes with uh, whatever her name was, you know, and, and you know, when we thought she, he was getting on so well with, um, oh, what's the name? Winner, season five. Uh, Amber. Amber, yeah. yeah. So um, when they were getting on so well and it's like, oh, you bastard. You know, and then that caused all the drama when they came back into the villa, um, you know, and that's when he keeps going on about it being childish. You get these iconic moments, Chris, because the emotional impact of it all, uh, or because of that. Um, so, yeah, I agree. Casaramore, I don't think, is going to shake things up quite as much because it's not shaking up. It's already shaken up. I do agree with that. And, and also, Dave, to go off the back of that, we've had a great email from Anna, which sort of sums up what we've been saying about the show. So this is a brilliant one. She's entitled, it's season seven, who cares? Hi, guys. Is it just me or is this the worst season of Love Island yet? In addition to the very disappointing double standards that allowed Danny, who had a fresh out of prison vibe to him, stay in. I'm just so bored. The revolving door of so-called influencers who are afraid of making waves and are angling for lucrative sponsorships when they get home is tiresome. I swear you could put a bunch of potty plants in the villa and they would have more inspiring conversations than, you're right. All right. And that's my Welsh accent. I'm looking at you, Liam. Okay. I'll be watching specifically for Jakey Castlemore. I don't trust that guy for a minute. He and that questionable beard and his toe fetish, which he seems oddly excited to tell people about, have a lot of work to do to demonstrate loyalty to Liberty. And for her sake, I hope he comes through. She has she has as into him as he's into himself. And that is a huge red flag to me. X that's a great description. Toby's the textbook definition of if he'll cheat with you, he'll cheat on you. And watching Chloe's instant karma was fabulous. I'm wondering what it was that Chloe had, had assumed would keep the relationship together, given how it started. Perhaps more perplexing is what Abby thinks she's going to get out of this relationship, given that she has watched him cheat once with Chloe and is now encouraging him to cheat with her. How precisely does she imagine this will end? Dave, I know we're not we're not read all of it, but that's two great points so yeah. far. So, brilliant. Uh, look, Lastly, it's Hugo's time to go. We've done the friend island bit. We've seen him brush off plenty of women who, quite frankly, are out of his league anyway. We've seen the recoupling drama with Toby. And honestly, it's gotten us right back to the beginning with more friendship couples. And that's what this season has given us so much so far. Flushes of drama, then an immediate return to the status quo. So boring, so dull. Give me Anna yelling, you're a piece of shit, my Mr. Fucking Boyfriend at Jordan any day. Now, that was legendary. <laughs> Fingers crossed for better episodes ahead, Anna. P.S., Lucinda's voice, really, are you? His nails on the chalkboard, and there's no way she's of legal age. <laughs> yeah. So brilliant email, Dave. You know, um, and I think it was Hannah in our Discord posted that old footage from, um, I think it was Islands Got Talent or something like that. It, it was the girl from, uh, oh, is it Girls Aloud? Nadine Coyle. Nadine Coyle, I yeah. Yeah, I'd never seen the actual footage, but it's where she's like pretending. It's like, oh yeah, I got my birthday wrong. I, I said eighty-three. Uh, I, oh, sorry, I said eighty-five, and what I meant is eighty-seven, which would actually make her younger. <laughs> she just got all muddled up, uh, and it was quite, 
it's quite painful to watch because she was obviously younger and just bullshitting and eventually you know she couldn't hide it anymore but yeah i, I don't know I, I, i'm with you i I just don't think the way Lucinda looks, but the way she acts and everything, it just doesn't, it doesn't strike me as someone who, like I say, she's not even trying to pretend she's 18. She's trying to pretend she's 21. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I just, I don't buy it, but she's no. obviously got a good, uh, a good fake passport or something. You would assume casting a check to. <laughs> With a moustache. Yeah. <laughs> She's got a moustache. <laughs> so, Dave, we've had another email from the lovely Joe Russell. And I think, Dave, she's had a great weekend in the Cotswolds, but I think there is a big piece of humble pie possibly coming our way, well, David. So <laughs> who knows? I mean, these, these emails that she's sending in uh, can also be referred to as voicemails. Um, <laughs> so let me play this one hi it's joe russell again just listened to your latest podcast um, and i'm sending you this on sunday before the sunday night episode so who knows what's going to happen and where my mind will be by ben you did mention on the podcast am i in a roundabout way apologizing and saying i was wrong about hugo <laughs> not a chance <laughs> well not yet anyway i as you know, I thought when Hugo knocks back AJ, I thought at least he's not just pretending he likes someone so he can stay in the villa. So, <laughs> oh God, what am I saying? Here's the deal. If Hugo decides that he'll play the game and pretend he liked Chloe all along and that he's not really got a girlfriend outside, I will come back on here and say I was wrong. You weren't expecting that, were you? Not saying it yet, though, boys. Not saying it yet. There's still time. I could be right. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, isn't it? So we're hey. an almost apology there, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just <laughs> flicking my top shoulder, Dave, you know, like, you know, a very smug way. But we'll like, see like how Luke that Skywalker when he, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, with Kylo Ren. I'm just, just like, oh, is that the best you've got? Yeah, anyway. Well, I, I think the jury is still out, to be honest. Oh, she's um, right. Yeah. And I think, so I don't know if you watched any of that after Sun, but you had uh, Georgia on there, and she was actually saying that, you know, she'd, she'd gone full in she'd said as she left the villa you know don't always meet your heroes um and she said she felt that there was some unresolved feelings towards chloe yes. and that's why it just didn't work so uh, you know like i say jury's out who let's see where it'll go she was right on the money there um, but I think Hugo's left in no doubt, you know, because as Chloe said, you know, she doesn't want to ruin what they have as friends. Yes. <laughs> so the old chestnut, Chris. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, absolutely brilliant, though, Joe. Thanks very much again. Brilliant. No, great email. Great, great. Well, email, short voicemail. Really good. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> Dave. Our patrons, it's brilliant. I want to thank all of them as always. Thank you, guys. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And the roll call of honor for today, Dave. So we've got Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Tracy, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Ed, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, 
Joe and Zoe. So thank you guys for supporting the podcast. We really, really appreciate it. And we love the uh, nightly watch-alongs on our Discord channel. So really, really good. A big thanks, as always, to Charlene on Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. Please get over there, guys, and join the chat. Um, we'll just get over... Put your invite in, we'll approve you, and let's just get talking about all the stuff that we love. So really, really good. If you want to follow us on social media, at CDRealityCast, and if you want to email us, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. Ah, oh, Dave can breathe now. So Dave, brilliant, brilliant episode, and I cannot wait for tomorrow with Casa Amor. Oh, it's going to shake things up. I know we said it's already shaking up, but it's still Casa Amor in it, so. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, mate. All right, great to speak to you, mate. I'll speak to you next time. Bye.